Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, and welcome back to the After Show for Home Before Dark on Apple+. Plus. Um, we are coming back for a second time in the same day, discussing episodes six and seven. As always, there's so much to talk about, so I'm happy to be here. I'm Latoya Blakely, your host, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host. Um, we have Kelsey Myers, who is a Washington native and a true crime mm-hmm. fanatic. Dang right. Happy to be here. And then we also have Chantelle Dale Aguila, who is a investigative journalism pro. Hello. Hello. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Tears. Uh, Tears tonight. So you can uh, add and you can add crier to, uh, crier. to my list. No, oh, I cried <laughs> the last episodes. I like streamed. Oh, yeah. I haven't cried yet. I was close oh, at the end of episode seven, but I haven't cried yet. Yeah. Um, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the investigation into Richie's murder being reopened. We have missing parties. That's right. More than one. <laughs> and then we also have Battle of the Sexes, which I'm excited to talk about that. Me too. Um, yes. Chantel will be bringing us news and gossip. Kelsey will be bringing us our special segment, Prediction. Um, you don't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Before we dive into our specific topics, guys, tell me your overall opinions of this, well, these two episodes. It's just getting better and better. I know. So yeah. good. It's so good. I was mad at Hildy for a minute in episode seven, but then you can't be mad at her. I wasn't mad. I was more just like, ah, gosh. But <laughs> so, it's, it's like I said, it's just getting better and better and better. And Apple TV does a great job. And I love this show. It's my, it's my new favorite right now. So. Oh yeah. This show has me on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am like clenching at like, what's going to happen next. I am bit my nails off because I'm like oh my god uh. <laughs> like such an intense scene when they're searching for for Sam and Hildy oh my gosh I mean that's obviously episode seven we'll talk about that but a whole lot going on it just keeps getting better and better mm-hmm. it does and I was a little disappointed in Hildy but I was upset with Sam I was like Frank has finally put his neck out on the line he's trying to do something right and you're just jeopardizing all of it so I, I was quite upset with Sam. I know. Um, but that takes us into the investigation gets reopened. You know, we've seen that a lot of people actually really believe in Sam's innocence. And the mm-hmm. list is growing, right? So we start mm-hmm. with Maddie and Hildy. And then we find out that Frank thinks he's innocent. And Kim thinks he's innocent. And Sylvester thinks he's innocent. And so the beginning of episode six starts with, Hildy conducting her own investigation into the case, going back, talking to witnesses, um, listening to these cassette tapes, but also Frank Jr. is kind of doing his own investigation. Um, What did you all think about that? What did you think about Hildy's investigation? 
Fernando the psychic. Oh my um, gosh. Frank's investigation <laughs> and kind of Frank and Sam reliving the night of the kidnapping. I loved how they shot that. Mm-hmm. Loved how they shot that, especially the scene where they're sitting in the um, arcade. What is it? Where it's like, yes. Frank and Sam are sitting. I was just like, ooh, this is so good. It's so raw. It just puts you right in that moment and you feel for Sam. You feel so badly. And he even mentions later on, he was like, I was just in all the wrong places at all the wrong times. And you're like, ah, but then you, it's cool. It's you've seen Frank go from this like kind of crappy guy who we didn't like to actually having some real feelings. And yeah, that part, that part got me. I really, really liked how they did that. Kelsey, mm-hmm. yeah. Just jumping in real quick to what you said mm-hmm. about Sam saying that he was in all the wrong places. But he really wasn't. He was a teenager living his life. He was at work. He was hanging out in his car by himself. He was at home. That's what's the bummer. I know. I know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It makes your heart hurt because even Frank kind of kept pushing like, well, why were you friends with why were you so close to them? Why were you friends with Richie? He's like, because he needed an older brother. He was like, he was just being a good guy. He was, he's just a sweet, sweet guy. And you see that kind of unfold and you learn a lot more about Sam, which I loved. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I definitely felt like they were pulling back the layers of Frank and Sam in this mm-hmm. episode. Uh, like Ellie wants to be a part of it as well. <laughs> um, uh, but um, I do love the scene where they flash back and they go back to, you know, Frank's tells Sam, like, tell me what happened that day. Tell me what happened that night. Mm. You know, take me back. Take me back with you because I wish, he even says, he goes, I wish we could go back in time, mm-hmm. you know? And change so many things um so it in that investigation it really we're able to see a different side of, from what hildy has been pulling apart uh we get sam's side of the story uh and his like family dynamic mm-hmm. uh we learn a, a little bit more about you know sam and um even his dad he mentions his dad uh we didn't know a whole lot about that before and then he definitely starts to dwell, delve into it more in the next episode. Um, but great, great scene. Uh, like I said, it's just a different perspective as far as the investigation from Hildy's, right. Hildy's point of view to here now is the convicted killer and you know, his story. So it was really nice to see that. And it was, um, I think they did a great, great job uh, the way that they shot it. I love it. I, I love the depiction and the color schemes and um, so good. yeah, over, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, and it painted a picture for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. The writers do a really good job of telling parallel stories. Yeah. Um, so you feel like you get to be in all of these characters' worlds at the same time and mm-hmm. you see what's happening to them in different locations, but kind of in the same time frame as the mm-hmm. other characters. And so when Hildy is conducting her investigation, Frank and Sam, they're having their experience at the same mm-hmm. time. You've got 
get to see like the different point of views. Um, what did you all think about Fernando? Did either of you think that at any point he was legitimate or did you always? I had a I mean, split uh, second. I did. I did. For a split second, I was like, okay, come on, Maddie. Like, just go, just go through with it. Answer his questions or like believe him for a second. But then, yeah, I mean, it, you're so fast to turn and you're like, okay, you're full of it. You're full of it. Especially when he has like his jacket locked in the box and he wouldn't have turned that into the store. It was like, it was weird. It yeah. was so weird. I call his BS from the very beginning. I was like, <laughs> get out of here. You're looking for your 15 seconds of fame. Like mm -hmm. how, first of all, how disrespectful are you? Yeah. You were trying to like bank on a child's, you know, disappearance. I hate to say murder. Cause I'm like, Hey, we haven't found the body. You know, we don't know if the, where the body True. is or anything. He, for all we know, Richie could still be alive. We don't know. I that. agree with you. I think so. Um, mm. So, you know, I don't, I don't like Fernando, the psychic. Um, I think he needs to find something better to do with his time. And um, I'm glad. I was like, you know what? Go Hildy for stealing that jacket. That Good for great. you. Yeah. She was very quick. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. that steal. She yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking back because episode six and seven were really about the reopening of this investigation, but we haven't really mm -hmm. gotten any closer to solving no. this case. I mean, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of mention of the man with the center tattoo, mm -hmm. um, which it seems as though Sam actually does know who that is. And I feel like he's the only yeah. one who does. At least that's what it seems like. Mm, I don't know. I, think, I think, think when Hildy, people? well, I think when Hildy had asked Matt, you know, about, mm -hmm. he kind of, you know, he kind of paused for a minute and was like, mm -hmm. maybe he, maybe he was thinking about it or maybe he doesn't know, but I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think there might, might be more people than just. Yeah. Say, Cause you're you know, right. He did. He paused and he paused and brushed it off a little yeah. bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so the center tattoo, and then there's the mention of the bruises on Richie. And right. Sam yeah. seems to think that maybe, well, Sam thinks a lot. And I think mm -hmm. that's so interesting because Sam's perspective of Richie seems to be only his perspective. Everyone else right. seems to have missed that. But Sam, you know, told Frank that to me, there was just something sad about him. He mm -hmm. looked like he could mm -hmm. be a friend. And then he talks mm -hmm. about the bruises. So that brings in another element, you know, of Absolutely. Richie's story that I hopefully will get answers to sooner rather mm -hmm. than later. Right. Um, I just want to take a moment to thank our fans, our, our viewers for watching. We could not do this without you. We love being here. We love watching these shows and having the opportunity to discuss them together. Um, please rate us, leave us five stars, leave us thumbs up, leave us comments. We want to read them and respond to you. Um, and just thank you so much for being a part of this AfterBuzz family and this AfterBuzz show. Thank you. Moving right along. <laughs> we have two people go missing. Sam God. seizes his opportunity and runs for it. Yep. And then Hildy goes missing after the dance. Ladies, tell me what you thought when Frank handcuffs Sam to, I'm not even sure what he handcuffed him to. What did you the all think of that? Bookshelf or something? I think oh so. I was God. like, really? Frank, Frank is not really good at thinking on his toes. Um, <laughs> sorry. For real. Sorry. For real. Like, uh, you should have thought about being a cop. But um, no, so, you know, Sam, okay, yeah, I got handcuffed. Um, I, I believe they're in the Gillis home. 
Penny's yes. home, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I, that's what I thought. Um, and then he escapes. Uh, <laughs> first of all, Hildy, I mean, that girl is, I don't know where she gets this strength and like to be able to just feel like she's invincible. She runs away from the dance and she's out on a road. It's dark. It's desolate. Like it's spooky. I would never be caught on a road like that. And then she goes and hears chains dangling from across the way. <laughs> like I would have, I would have hit the, hit the ground running. I would have been like, see ya and out of yeah. there. But of course yeah. her being the investigative journalist that she is, she needs to know what that is, where that sounds coming from. And of course she stumbles upon Sam and this is her, this is her moment. Cause if you remember from the prior episodes, she didn't get to interview Sam mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. had so many questions to ask him. So, you know, she finds him and this is, this is her opportunity. I mean, yeah, maybe the circumstances aren't that great. They're out in the dark in the woods and he's shackled and she's, and there's a whole search investigation, a search investigation <laughs> that ends up happening, but you know, she's like, I'm determined and I need to hear Sam's story. You know, I need to know what Sam knows, what he believes, and most importantly, where are you going? So, you know, a whole lot happens, even though it was really dark, (laughs) you couldn't see a whole lot. There's a lot of information that you find out. We do find out, like, she asks, who's this man with the center tattoo? And I'm so like, oh, I want to know so bad. I know, I know. Like, who are you? I don't know drives me crazy drives me crazy because I'm like I said I'm sitting at the edge of my seats and I'm like I need to know I need to watch the next episodes I have to know I have to find out um again a whole lot going on in that forest too because then you have you have Frank Jr. and you've got Matt and Bridget and Kim and Kim's mom Carol uh, I didn't make that connection until this episode. I was like, oh, wait, isn't that la- the lady in the library? But that's her mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all just kind of gather. And Trip, Trip even gets involved. Mm-hmm. I love her, by the way. I She's like my heroine too. Go Trip. Um, but they all get together and they're like, we've got to search for Hildy. But you see these different dynamics. And I noticed, <clears throat> you see a change in Matt's behavior. And mm-hmm. Matt and Bridget kind of play different roles in this search for Hildy and Sam. Um, Hildy is more, I'm sorry, not Hildy, Bridget, excuse me. Bridget is more like, I know that she's safe. I know that she's with Sam and she's out there. She's doing her job, Hildy. She's doing her job. Mm -hmm. And Matt's just like, forget this case, forget what's going on. We need to make sure our daughter's safe. So you see a change in roles and Mm -hmm. in their perspective as parents, which I thought was really interesting so <laughs> yeah, no I know it was a lot it was a lot it was a lot for me a little bit I mean I don't think it was intentional but when Frank cuffed Sam to that bookshelf or whatever it was it was like okay someone could obviously break off of that right it was a thin little post so somewhere in the back of my mind I almost felt like it was slightly intentional I was like, ooh, did he do that like on purpose? Because even when he kind of looks like <sighs> looks at him and goes, like, yeah, I believe you, but I don't, I still don't like trust you. Some and but it's like, mm, okay, but like hit hit, break the thing and get out of here. I don't know. So I'm like, maybe I'm not sure. But then he gets away. Yeah. And you're just like, dang it. And like you said, it was like 
so much happens after that. Then it just escalates yeah. and like crap hits the fan and you're like, oh my God. And then I said this at the beginning, but I was a little peeved at Hildy. I know she was doing her job. I'm like, Hildy girl, of course your parents are freaking the heck out. And then the scene with Syl um, undoing the handcuffs. And oh, like, I tell, love that scene. Oh my God, the best. And she's like, tell Izzy I'm fine. I'm like, of course Izzy's not going to believe him. Not going to believe they, and like, oh my God. But I that, think he's that crazy. to me, right? That to me was such a beautiful scene because Syl is clearly like, clearly happy to see Sam like has no bad blood against him and even in his like sort of like deranged mind you're like sam's a good guy like sam is 100 percent a good guy like i i love Syl. that i just loved that scene and then when you go into the forest and the other scene i loved was when sam saves her when hilda gets her foot stuck oh yeah. yeah like go 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 and he's like oh heck no and like saves her so there was a lot of good moments I don't know. I still kind of think Frank did it on purpose a little bit, but I don't know. That puts his job in jeopardy. I don't know. And he's kind of, I mean, although he's like breaking away from his dad, I still think he's terrified of him. Like his dad can do a lot. His dad dad still has a lot of power Mm -hmm. over him. Mm -hmm. So I I don't think, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, Frank. When Syl walked into the shed and saw Hildy and Sam, it was interesting because it's kind of like he was living in two worlds. He was living in the mm-hmm. past world as well as the present at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. But it also answered the question of whether or not he thought Sam did it. Because even then, right, that's what I'm saying. he right. says, right? Like, Richie's missing. It's I think it's the man with the center tattoo. Yeah. And then, you know, he goes yeah. into cutting off the, the shackles, the handcuffs that yeah. are really present with Hildy and Izzy and right. saying, you know, Hildy gave me a message to tell you and she yeah that was wild but I was like was Izzy should see the handcuffs on the ground I I, I think she I was gonna say tunnel vision tunnel vision you just you know you see Papa you're like what are you doing in here yeah Hildy's missing she's crying she's emotional yeah she thinks it's her fault she thinks it's her fault exactly but back to the Gillis house when the sheriff is outside I had mm-hmm. so many like thoughts so quickly mm-hmm. I was like is he going to take Sam outside with him is he going to just leave him yeah. in the house is he going to handcuff him and then when he handcuffed yeah. him I was like Sam don't run Sam don't run please don't run and then I was like Sam's not gonna run you knew he was he going to better than that and then he ran and I was like really mm-hmm. Sam <laughs> like there were really really so Sam? to help you and that I know I think I Sam is just so he's at the point where it, it's I mean he even says it he says it with Bridget you know when he's in the jail cell and stuff like that or in in the you know the prison or whatever he's so discouraged and he's just given up all hope like there's no way that mm-hmm. he's ever gonna mm-hmm. get out there's no way that anyone's ever gonna believe him um his family they you know they have a bad reputation no one in the town likes him you know this is his last opportunity and if he's able to take the chance why not run with it and that's exactly what he does he runs he books it out of that house and takes off and you know he did have hope but as frank pointed out frank jr pointed out and then later sam conferred i mean um confirmed hearing sheriff being like no matter what you show me he'll never get out and so i won't let him out Mm -hmm. right basically he said i don't care if you prove to me he's innocent i.e i already know he's innocent 
mm-hmm. nothing's going to get him out. And so mm-hmm. I do think that that was Sam's pivotal moment of like, yep. okay, yep, they're never going to let me out. Nothing matters. Because if Sheriff, I feel like if Sheriff wouldn't have said that, Sam would have stayed put, you know? Yeah. Sam yeah. would have been like, I know Frank's putting his neck on the line for me right now. But then he heard that and he was like, bye. <laughs> it's also interesting to see how people's positions change when Sam, mm-hmm. when like information that Sam is missing and Hildy was also missing the way some people, including Matt, kind of flipped. Like, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was so fast this time. Right. But now that my daughter's missing, this can't be a coincidence. exactly exactly and that's where like I had mentioned earlier you see those roles switch between Matt and Bridget because you know here here's Bridget she knows she's not from this town she doesn't know about this past she doesn't know Sam besides you know what she's heard from him and Mm -hmm. you know the conversations they've had and you know Matt being the person that was the only person who believed Sam could never do anything would never hurt a child now that Hildy's missing, it's flipped. Breaking, yeah. You know, you have Matt who's like, nope, mm-mm, there, there is a possibility. Maybe Sam, maybe Sam did do something with children. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. don't know. And Bridget's just like, no, no. he's yeah. innocent. He's good. He would never harm her. I think, I think that's a pivotal moment for her too, because she's realizing, Absolutely. you know, I thought my husband was this other person and he's not. And, and the dynamic in the family, you could see the the roles changing within mm-hmm. this episode. Well, I also think that because Bridget is an outsider in mm-hmm. terms of this is not a personal situation for her, she can look at it through an objective lens versus coming in with all of the biases and feelings and, and, and history of everything that's happened. Very true. With and yeah. it down. Very true. And she tells him she, that. Okay. Like, I was going to say, she mentions that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That you know what else is interesting too? I think that they kind of parallel nicely with Kim and her mom kind of having that little scene because Kim says the same thing to her mom. She's like, Mom, Sam's a good guy. He would like he's with Hildy, yeah. she's fine, sort of thing. Um, and her mom's like, Well, Kim, and then Kim starts crying and you see that like vulnerable side of her and her mom's like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. But that that kind of like hit my heart, that moment between the two of them. This is like off topic, but it made me think about it when you yeah. said Kim. Who saw Kim and Frank together? I know. Okay, I, know. I was gonna mention that. I know. What? I know. The I know. I know. I like, okay, are they hooking up? What's happening? So my theory is that Frank is, you know, sh- she's with Frank to help her get over Matt. She's not over Matt. Oh, but, uh, for sure. But how long so, did Matt and Bridget even? Not Bridget. Matt and Kim even date? Like I've. All the like two years back. in middle school, right. <laughs> long, long enough to feel like he was your soulmate, I guess. I mean, because you look at the the scene where they're in the um, the they're at the dance, yeah, yeah, and she looks over at him and she brings back the memory of yeah. her and Matt dancing, and then it flashes forward to him and his wife Bridget dancing. I mean, she still has some hardcore feelings for him, like, they, or maybe oh. it's. I'm like, yes, but I think I think she still does have feelings, but or she's just reminiscing, you know? Because it could be it could be that she you're like, no, she's no, just I think I think I think she's I'm not, I'm not gonna say that Kim's the type, I don't think she's the type of woman who's gonna go after a married man. I don't think that. I'm not saying that, but I think she does care a whole lot for Matt. She still yeah. cares very deeply for him. Um, and she kind of feels like he may be the one that got away. 
I do, mm-hmm. you know, even though and they I, broke up at 11, like I'm just, yeah, <laughs> right. And that's, I you find your soulmates at any age, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I love she and Frank though. I'm like, yes, I loved that. I was here for that. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, another reason why they got together, <laughs> they were both like their emotional support, like supporter for each other. You know what I mean? It was a rough yeah. time. They, you know, Matt left, they didn't have anybody. Richie's disappeared. Um, you know, Sam's in, in jail for the crime. So it's like, who do we have? So the town's small. It's like, there's not that yeah. many other people. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, yeah. Who, who are you going to, yeah. who are you going to lean on? There's that Frank. Frank. So <laughs> as you all know, I have an issue with like weak men. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I agree. Show up to the party. <laughs> and Frank does not show up to the party. Yeah, so that's true. Perfectly uh, into Battle of the Sexes. Yes. And how in this series, once again written by women, so thank you. Heck yeah. Up for us. But yes. it's the women who are like calling the shots and getting things done. Yep. And standing in support of people who really don't even deserve their support, like Trip I, and, and Frank. Trip. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the dance. Okay. Hildy sees Izzy and Ethan leave out of the gym. And mm-hmm. we see that she's, Hildy has followed them into this room. They're in there. Mm-hmm. Some kids are smoking and drinking. And mean Jessica starts. I hate Jessica. Hildy, right? And like a good sister, and the good sister that we know Izzy to be, she stands up for Hildy. Mm-hmm. And what's Ethan doing? Nothing. He's a little weenie in the corner. And he, he even after that, when she, the whole scene where he's like, oh, you have to make sure, after they find out that Hildy's yeah, missing, yeah. he's like, mm-hmm. you have to make sure she isn't right about me. And she's like, are you kidding me right off now? the team. Like, her face is just like, really? He's like, are you mad? And I'm like, I hate you. I hate all men. Go, well, Izzy. Well, hold on. Go, in his defense, they do say boys mature later in life. No, no, no. So, no I'm like, what's you know. <laughs> But Frank's not mature yet. He's just not there yet. I mean, you know, he's got daddy issues. You they know, need give to him some up. time. They do. they do. But you know what? Izzy's a strong character, though. And like I, like we said before, Izzy can take care of herself. And she's proved it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So but she really doesn't need Ethan. Chantel, I just have to jump in right there because, yes, these are strong women who take care of themselves over and over and over. But we also, so. That's the stereotype of, or, or the exception or the, the expected rule is that right. women always have to be the one that takes care of someone mm-hmm. and something. Mm-hmm. And so we see these women who are strong and they're showing up and they're taking care of business, but they need support too. They need, so right. Yeah. Break. No, of course. Cry. We've seen Hildy cry. Now we've seen Bridget get emotional. Mm-hmm. And so like, yes, Izzy is able to take care of herself, but if she is mm-hmm. dating, and I need Ethan to be able to like stand to up. To show up. Right. Well, then up. she needs to not date yeah. Ethan and find herself a stronger boy because Ethan is a little weakling. Or he just needs to pull up his pants and like, come on, boy. If you, if you, he knows she's a strong girl. That's what, that's the thing. It's like, he knows she's strong. So he needs to come and like bring, bring in stuff bring himself to the table a little bit more maybe he's intimidated even when he maybe. showed up to ask her to the dance, when Bridget was like wait yeah is that the same boy that left you in the woods yes 
Yes. Like mama, mama knows like, honey, maybe you don't want to give them a second chance. Yeah. Almost left you for dead. (laughs) For real. So I'm done with Ethan after this. Like he's kind of agree. Although his hair is so lame. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, are we, are we Ethan, dancing a little hair. the Ethan, way 13 13 year old boy he's not standing up for our sisters here <laughs> no you, he's not you. he's no. not but that really I feel like that relationship's gonna kind of come and go it's gonna dwindle in and out throughout this season um until until there is a moment where it's like okay Ethan you need to step up and if you don't like Izzy's done with you or you do and then Izzy's like my man I almost came felt around. like that, that kind of was it when a little bit when I he was like, are you mad at me? And she just like looks at him like seriously and then walks away. Like you watch me get into a fight. My sister's yeah. missing. And all you care to ask me is to keep her from telling that you may have been smoking and am I mad at you? Right. I think he might come right. around again and apologize. And- wow. I don't know. Maybe third time's a charm. Maybe I'm giving, like, I'm giving mm. Ethan a little chance. I know. I know. We're like, Oh, weak boy. But it's like, he's still a kid. He's got a whole lot of growing up to do. He, you know, he might get a third chance to redeem himself. We don't know. We don't know. We don't yet. know. Okay. We, don't know. We, will, we will leave Ethan alone, alone. Right? <laughs> and move on to Frank. <laughs> that, that's who we need to get on Frank. Yes. Yes. Frank. He, he keeps doing this. Like he rises mm-hmm. to the occasion and then he falls back down. And then he comes back. <laughs> What's yeah. going on? He what just, is going on? I'm like, I don't even know where to start with him. You know, with, with the whole search scene um in that episode and he tells matt like hey we got our team together like don't worry about it don't don't call any more reinforcement like and matt's like look this is not even about my daughter i know you you're just trying to save your butt you know and your job your career it's like frank man what is wrong with you why are you so selfish like i just can't i can't with him because he can't make up his mind he he can't step up and be responsible for his actions you know as as soon as poop hits the fan okay this man's like hiding in a corner and he just he can't he's not responsible for anything he can't fix anything on his own i mean look who does he run to right away when this happens he calls trip I mean, woman's supposed to go on a date. She's got a man's waiting for her, you know? She's got her hair done. She's dressed nice. She even gets complimented sort of on her shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and right. then yeah. ring, ring, here comes Frank. And he's like, oh my God, Hildy's missing. Like, I need your help. And Sam uh, ran away. I, I can't with yeah. him. I can't. I, I just want to like knock him over the head and be like, you're so silly. Grow up. And And I think maybe his dad has a point. He should not have been a cop. I'm sorry. I hate to say that I'm agreeing with Sheriff on this one, but I'm like, mm, maybe you should have done something. Maybe you should have been a teacher. <laughs> I don't know. Something else. Just don't be a cop because you're not responsible uh, at all. He's not. I love when Trip kind of alludes to the fact in the car that she doesn't respect him, but she was there anyways. And yep. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes, yep. girl. It doesn't bother me as much when he doesn't call the search party because I still think that like that wasn't super selfish like because that was kind of the side bridge it was on for a minute so that part didn't bother me as much that it what bothered me is that he's trying to like 
be the man to take this on that he's like wait but trip i need your help oh my god i don't know he doesn't know who else to call and that's and what so, I'm saying. and she shows up no yeah. matter what yeah that's what i'm saying because yeah. i mean i agree with you i i yeah i like bridget in the sense that she was like let's not get everybody involved mm-hmm. you know let's mm-hmm. try to keep this contained we mm-hmm. can figure it out we can get this done um because the town's not very big and right. sam's in shackles you can't get very far right but i do agree with you on that you know like just just own up and just just do what you gotta do dude mm-hmm. and even the fact that trip was willing to go i mean prior right? to this episode we'd never really seen trip and frank interact there's no mm-hmm. like Mm-mm. personal relationship no friendship or anything but she showed up for him and i the whole time mm-hmm. i was like why other than the fact that it was the right thing to do right right yeah. and it was even before the whole hildy thing it was just when it was sam so like yeah. if it was hildy that would have been yeah. maybe a different story because she and hildy have a relationship but it was mm-hmm. just sam and yeah and she showed up for him and when she knew that she could have gotten in trouble for it too right mm-hmm. yeah so she would have easily lost her job for doing you know mm-hmm. for going out and helping them but she was like no and, right. I, yeah. and i think it's interesting that hildy put sam over her own well hildy never thought she was in danger so it's never an issue no. for, like safety and <laughs> yeah no but right. she did let her parents worry you know yeah. like she put oh, yeah. sam getting the answers trying to help sam trying to talk sam like into turning himself in she put all of that mm-hmm. over herself and like her family oh yeah which kind of shocked yeah. me a little bit it made me a little mm-hmm. like i mean a little bit i think it's just you know it's a reminder that we have to know like she's still a kid you know what i mean so yeah. like that that mentality that's not yeah. gonna that's not gonna be the first thing that she's thinking about right now her focus is this investigation her focus is trying to find out what happened the truth and everything so the last thing on her mind is to let her mom and dad know that she's safe mm-hmm. you know and and she knows that she only has so much time to to ask sam questions because at some point Sam's going to get caught or he's going to run away and disappear or something. Something's mm-hmm. going to happen to Sam, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the least of her worries. I hate to say that, but she's a kid. We have to remember in the end, she's a kid. It's the least of her worries yeah. to, you know, that mom and dad know where that's she's at. That's an interesting position. And I agree with a lot of what you said, but I actually don't feel like the fact that she's a kid factor into that at all. Like, I just think that's Hildy's personality and she's yeah. always going to put the story and the truth and what's mm-hmm. right, like above everything else. And so I feel like that was right, like what led her to do that. But we bashed on Frank a lot. So <laughs> I want to remind Frank. Frank for just a minute. Um, at the at the air at the airport, uh-huh. I guess yeah. is what it is. Um, when he steps in front of his dad and all of the other officers who have their guns um loaded and ready good scene yeah yes backed again by trip who takes it a step further yes. by like running onto the field and talking sam off of the plane because mm-hmm. you know she would she's the only one who could and yeah. she knew that you know and yeah. you're watching yeah. that like yes you're the only one that could get him down he wouldn't have come down they probably would have shot him you know if no one had done that so frank taking that initial jump i was like ooh, yes let's just jab it into your dad a little bit more i love this yeah but then trip trip was the one to actually save the day i think i mean they couldn't have done it without one another but trip was the one to get it done i'm like yes ladies well and that and that's like with frank too when his dad told him like you're suspended go home like that's it he didn't listen to him and that Mm -hmm. was like the turning point for frank i was like okay frank you're gonna step up you know you're gonna be responsible for your actions you screwed up guy got you know 
guy ran away. You need to fix it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not going to go home and let everybody finish your job. You're going to finish it yourself. And that's what he did. He did. He continued to search. He, you know, got to the airport. He stood in front of his father and the other cops and was like, this is like, put your guns down. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're like, done. I'm protecting. <laughs> yeah. I'm protecting Sam. We're mm-hmm. done. Did y'all uh, think that Sam was going to get off the plane or did you think he was going to let them shoot him? I thought they were going to shoot him. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I thought Sam was going to fly the plane. <laughs> when he uh, first got on, I thought that. When he like initially yeah. first, because well, I figured his dad may have like took him on a couple of flights, you know, and maybe taught him a thing or two on how to fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that, emo- like I'm going to get teary-eyed right now just th- like talking about it because that was such an emotional scene for me when he was talking yeah. about his, I'm literally going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, when he was talking about his dad and yeah. you know, the memories that he had was dad. And he was like, I, I know, I, you know, I don't think my dad's, um, my dad's, uh, what's it called? The, the accident was, um, on purpose. You know, right. I don't think he did it on purpose. I think right. that the company covered it up. Mm. Um, and then, for that to be the one place that he ended up like that's where he was going everybody oh, was, it was sure perfect he was else or you were there but he went to the airport because that was his last memory that's all he had left of his dad and he wanted to see the sun beautiful and, yeah yes. beautiful mm-hmm. scene raw so emotional nice. like just tore at my heartstrings um seeing that but I swear I thought he was gonna hop in that plane and fly off into the sunset or the sunrise yeah and I was like okay that's gonna be it for Sam we're never gonna see him again he's gone but he didn't um I didn't think they were gonna shoot him um but I I was kind of like curious like okay what's gonna happen like if he's not gonna leave I braced myself yeah Yeah, exactly. exactly I was like oh no oh no I yeah yeah, I thought it was going to get shot for a second. Yeah, so did I. We can't talk about Battle of the Sexes without talking about Bridget and Matt because episode mm-hmm. seven is the first time we see them kind of go mm-hmm. at it. Like Bridget, yeah, stuff, yeah. She, it's the first time we see them argue, and mm-hmm. I think the first time mm-hmm. was maybe in the house, um, mm-hmm. and the second time was in the woods. And it was then that she was basically like, "I'm tired of this. Man up. Like, yeah. pull yourself together and mm-hmm. help me find our daughter." Yeah, because um, she's yeah. safe. I love that she kept saying, like, Matt was going back in this place, and she's like, she's fine. Let's find her. Like, get up. Let's find her. Like, have more faith in our daughter. That Have the faith I know you have and stop going to this place Yeah, that, I like, is in the past. Like, I'm empathetic for you. I obviously have done whatever I can and am doing whatever I can to help you get out of that place and help that place, like, us to come to a conclusion with that but like you need to be here with me right now and you need to actually help me the hell out and yeah. I was like yes girl you can tell that Bridget is the rock in that family she's like like you had mentioned actually Kelsey before um she's the glue that holds them together mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know since they've since they uh, met to this town you know he's had to deal with a lot and you see him trying to be strong but then he breaks down and Mm -hmm. she's like what is wrong with you like you know your daughter needs you innocent she's kind of pleading with him like I need you I need you to be strong for all of us and he just he's having such a difficult time getting there because there's so much trauma and turmoil with everything that happened the night that Richie disappeared uh, and it, it it's still eating at him, which I think is so crazy because it's, you know, 30 something years later. 
mm-hmm. someone snatch your best friend. I don't know mm-hmm. if you can put a time on it, um, yeah. but it has mm-hmm. been a long time. It does seem extremely raw for him. Probably, mm-hmm. well, we know that I think like his last story in New York, he covered a missing child as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. combine that with then coming back to this town and having to like relive and, and face again all of these things associated with Richie and his kidnapping and possible murder. Um, but I feel like he's held this against Bridget. Like he's held the fact that she wasn't a part of it against Bridget. So I really Mm -hmm. appreciate the fact that Bridget called him out on it and was like, I'm tired of it. Yeah. No, I don't know what it was like because you never let me in. You never told Mm -hmm. me what happened. You didn't give me an opportunity to be a part of it. So like, stop holding it against me. Right. How would I have known? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I I was gonna say agree with that point. Actually, you're right. Had she had known from the beginning, you know, she'd have more of an understanding of where he's coming from. Maybe she'd back off a little bit when it, you know, in moments like this, when he does retreat back and he does feel like he's unable to do anything. She'd have a little more understanding, but you know, that's Matt's fault. He never let her in. Never, not from the very beginning. So and I don't even know if she knew about this prior to coming back to Erie Harbor. No, no, she didn't. She didn't. Didn't. She didn't. No, because mm-hmm. remember in, in one of the first episodes, um, the girl at the ice cream store was like, you don't know about your husband's past? Yeah, right? yeah. She was like, no, right. what? Yeah. So she's, yeah, what, learned about this all in like the span? Yeah, of- exactly. She's learning about it as she goes. Right, right, so. right. Um, we can end this discussion on good news i just want to mention the moment with kim and bridget at the dance um where kim thanks bridget for having her back with the sheriff and penny's um remains and i just thought that was a really that was probably one of the best right Mm -hmm. like one of the Mm -hmm. lighter um Mm -hmm. more connected moments so that was good but we will end agree there and then chantal if you want to Share some news with us. Yeah, I just got um, a little snippet of news. Uh, So Deadline.com mentioned that they are going to have a second season. Um, Oh, yeah, They've confirmed a second season renewal. Uh Uh-huh. The producers uh, are super excited about this um, because they've gotten a lot of great feedback uh, about the storyline. Uh, so I, I mean, I'm super excited. Like I said, I, I'm, I just, I'm ready to like finish this season already, but then I, I don't want to, because then I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do all this time until the second season comes out? So just a little great news for you, you know, for everybody out there, if you guys are watching and you're addicted as much as we are to this show, don't worry. It's coming back. It's got a second season. Um, I know that they, they did shoot a couple episodes already before the whole coronavirus Ooh. thing. Yeah, because uh, Sturgis and uh, Prince were talking a little bit about it. Um, well, that's forward. exciting. Yeah, so that is exciting. Uh, more Thank good news ahead. <laughs> for the news. Kelsey, special segment? Yes, I have an eight-year-old who smashed a crime ring. So Nashville, Tennessee native, Landon Crabtree felt the sting of morality corrupt when thieves broke into his family home in 2012 and made off with his PlayStation and his iPad. So insurance covered the losses, but Crabtree was annoyed that the perp had gone unpunished. 
Oh my God, the eight-year-old loaded up an app called Find My iPhone. Of course, we now find my iPhone. Love That's that. to locate the device of the iTunes and pinpoint its location via GPS. Okay, that would never happen nowadays, but you go, kid. I'm like, heck yeah. Crabtree showed his father exactly where it was, and they showed that information with the police. The burglar was found. Oh my gosh, burglar was found with the stolen materials, and now he went and elliot niece told the press he plans to be an fbi agent when he oh that's funny (laughs) that's funny i love that how cute that is so cute let's let's talk predictions for episode eight what are we thinking i don't even know oh like i don't even know what's gonna happen what's gonna happen to sam now you know i think at the end when uh matt told Bridget that this needs to be dropped you know it's not going to be dropped like oh, that was yeah. just stupid Matt when she was like why'd you brush her off like that and he was like we need to drop it come on do you like do you know your daughter so my first prediction is it will not be dropped Hildy will continue I think in the next two episodes maybe maybe we'll find the man with the center tattoo I do think it's the mayor who has the center tattoo who's his dad I think that like her point on that was ooh. So mm. I have a slight, I'm like, mm, maybe that's too obvious, but I was like, eh. so that's my, those are my contradictions. Okay. I mean, for me, I feel like this is just more fuel to the fire when it comes to Frank, you know, he's, he's empowered. <laughs> he's going to go after it. He may be suspended, but he's going to find a way to take over and become sheriff of the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know how he's going to do it yet, but it's going to happen. Um, there is going to be that, like I said, that whole family dynamic between Matt and Bridget and the kids, um, is going to change because Matt, I think is going to be hesitant about continuing this investigation. And we're going to see Bridget kind of take the reins on that and support Hildy. Um, Mm -hmm. and as far as the man with the center tattoo, I don't know. I just don't know yet. Um, I, I have a feeling it's someone we haven't met yet. I'm not sure if I think the mayor is walking around with a center tattoo on his arm. That would be pretty, like, <laughs> we, don't we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't but know. I do think that Lizzie and not Lizzie, Izzy and Ethan are done. I think she's had enough of him. And I think that we may see more um, turbulence between Matt and Bridget. Like, I feel like there's some more brewing. So I am interested to see what happens in the relationships of I am Kelsmeyer2 on Instagram, Twitter, and my uh, one video TikTok. <laughs> I'm Latoya Blakely. You can find me on Instagram at Latoya.Blakely and Twitter at BlakelyLatoya. Thank you so much for joining. Until next time, <laughs> buzz <Woo>! later. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.